we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for October 28th, 2019. This next report they, is entitled, They Don't Want You to See This, Wind Weapons, Weather Warfare. U.S. government openly admits it, it has had weather warfare te technologies for many decades. Some of this is a little redundant. I'm just going to cover it quickly just to refresh for any first newer listeners that are listening to this. And um, it's a good little bit of a refresher here. Uh, this first one, just like about a four-minute clip here from Mike Morales. And, and the, the thing is, is this guy has a lot of great content and a lot of great visuals, but he jumps all over the place. I mean, he's got an hour and 15-minute video, and he goes from just one unrelated topic to another unrelated and then he'll jump back to the main topic and then he'll jump off it and i'm like oh please just stop stay on point for a particular topic and cover that and split up your videos because you can't i can't really play most of his videos because they're so all over the board but he's got some great content no doubt um, anyway, I'm just going to play about a four minute clip here. Another question on, on the, uh, in an interview with the Los Angeles Times on April 21st, you said that the, you told the Associated Press uh, that the American government has created weather tampering techniques. So that, uh, so this is Senator Herbert Cole. Uh, I think this is on, yeah, this is on C-SPAN. I don't know what year this was. But um, this was on C-SPAN. World order will be able to starve millions of Americans and to control the rest. Would you explain what you were trying to say? Well, it, it, what I was trying to say is exactly what I said. So this is a guy from the militias in the U.S. before uh, terrorism subcommittee. Um, and he's responding. It's weather control techniques. We have a complete package on that, which I did not bring, but I certainly will see to it that it is brought in for the record. Number one, the entire patents on the equipment. Number two, Senator Claiborne Pell's complete statement and story of his own that not only does it exist, but that we even utilize it as far back as the Vietnam War. So it's Senator Claiborne Pell, Claiborne Pell, and part of my PowerPoint presentation back from 06 on the avion flu I'm going to repost that portion of it below just to revisit this so we can know that this is real and that the government has had these technologies for decades. I, touch base right, I, I just want to repeat before so, I turn to so yes, but we do have all that information. You're saying the government has created weather tampering techniques so that the, quote, new world order will be able to starve millions of Americans worldwide, millions of Americans, and to control the rest. Yes, sir. And that's my belief. As bizarre as it... He's right. 100%. All right, guys. Welcome in. It's Saturday night. We made it to Saturday night. We got mass craziness going on. And uh, crazy anomalies out here, man. They're fabricating the winds. They've launched something out here in the Pacific, which I'm going to show you. <clears throat> I got tons of uh, footage. But my thing is, is, are they even fabricating the winds? I can't even see any wind speeds above 14 knots on shore right now in California. And this is supposedly when we were going to have this wind event, right? This should be right in the teeth of it, according to what the representatives from PG&E said. And I'm not seeing it. And I don't know whether it's God stopping it, whether they're trying to do this, and gin this up or whether they just don't even care and they're going to say well we're going to have these winds we're, we're really not going to create them it would be advantageous for them though to create the winds if they're trying to do maximum damage via the wildfires i don't know whether it's just the hand of god blocking them or whether they're just too lazy to actually create the winds i i don't know i don't know that i've been saving so that they can uh hide the uh information already backed up all the files that I could find and uh, download because it's really hard to download off this site but the interesting thing is what happened to a lot of these fires are just out the big fires that were in Mexico completely all of them went out at the very exact same time anyway we're gonna jump into some 
stuff here before we get into the fires. So, you know, the mainstream is pushing this 50,000 people ordered to evacuate Sonoma County. It's far greater than that now. As out of control Kincaid fire grows. What's crazy, I can't even find no smoke on the map right now. And I'll be able to show you that. But it's just crazy, man. They're, they're either hiding the information on the satellites or something. It's just not happening yet. Could be. Which it could happen anytime. We got the wind weapons going. Another bad news for the survivors of the paradise. Not only are they not getting their money that they're supposed to get, which we reported on the other day. This now. is the paradise fire that where they just incinerated all these houses right in their own footprint and killed probably, uh, I don't know, 50,000 people. Um, and they're saying, you know, they've got like, you know, I don't even know if it's even a hundred deaths. It's just such an absolute total lie. This comes out. Paradise repopulation to take a long time. Oh, They're yeah. never exactly. getting their place back. No. This was a complete land grab. The Paradise Absolutely. Fire was an intentional attack on the people. Yes. And I think we proved that through all the documentation that we had. Now, you can go Paradise, California see the teaching i did on it i give you I believe there's four different reasons they were trying to get this land and they always view the people they're incinerating as human sacrifices as well so um you know that they've got multi-level reasons why they're doing all of these satanic things now this is from my powerpoint presentation i reposted these slides within the pdf senator claiborne pell who was referenced in by this gentleman from the militia to the senator, Senator Claiborne Fettel of the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee member commenting on a USA-USSR treaty signed in 1978 said, quote, now that we can control the weather, this was in 78, now that we can control the weather, create earthquakes and tidal waves and use it as a weapon of war, we do not need a treaty, end of quote. So as a matter of fact, They've been able to control the weather for decades. So what treaty was this senator in reference to? Well, it was the Convention on the Prohibition of Military and Any Other Hostile Use of Environmental Modification Techniques. The government treaty is currently posted online at the U.S. State Department website link at, and I give you the State Department link. The treaty was signed in Geneva, Switzerland on May 18, 1977 and entered into force on October 5, 1978. Quoting from the first and second paragraphs of this treaty, we read, quote, Use of environmental modification techniques for hostile purposes does not play a major role in military planning at the present time. That was 1977. Well, I don't believe that, but that's what they said. Such techniques might be developed in the future, however, and would pose a threat of serious damage unless action was taken to prohibit their use meaning weather warfare techniques. In July of 1972, the U.S. government renounced the use of climate modification techniques for hostile purposes. Both the U.S. Senate and the House of Representatives held hearings beginning in 1972, and the Senate adopted a resolution in 1973 calling for an international agreement prohibiting the use of any environmental or geophysical modification activi activity as a weapon of war. All of this is just matter of fact, just known about. Now, the word geophysical is defined as the physical processes phenomena occurring especially in the Earth. This would include processes like earthquakes, volcanoes, and tidal waves, all of which they can do. So, in other words, the government has possessed technology to manipulate both climate and geophysical or Earth patterns for many decades. Bill Schneblin did a Prophecy Club presentation on Russia's secret weapon to defeat the United States, where he got into that. You can probably find that online on youtube then we have china weapons lake digest okay we we heard a lot about china weapons uh base recently there was a big gigantic earthquake underneath it a lot of weird stuff they evacuated the whole base it's right near that garlock fault that they're saying could be very very pivotal when the big one hits uh china lake and this is the this is from a military website i give you the link for it china lake was for many years a world leader in weather modification for drought relief called grommet hurricane abatement called cyclops and storm fury what what do you mean hurricane abatement that means they can just make hurricanes go away well yeah bare minimum and they can also 
increase them like crazy if they wanted to, if they wanted to use it as warfare, which is what's being done, like with the Jamaican hurricane that was recently, or the Bahamian, I'm sorry, the Bahamas one. Yeah, they've got all that technology. They've had it for decades. And they can also, they can also um, make it rain. Drought relief, which is the, the program for that. It's called Gromit. So they've got all this stuff. They just won't use it. They also have fog abatement called foggy cloud and rainfall enhancement for military purposes, which is called Project Popeye, which is what they used in the Ho Chi Minh Trail in Vietnam to flood out the Ho Chi Minh Trail. It's well, it's well documented. Here's some pictures that China Lake posted on their own official military website of what some of this equipment looks like. It's not a secret. And we're going back here to for many, many decades. So you can, you can imagine what they've got now. Here, it is appropriate to quote Defense Secretary William Cohen, who on April 28, 1997 said, quote, Others are engaging even in an ecotype of terrorism, whereby they can alter the climate, set off earthquakes, volcanoes remotely, through the use of electromagnetic waves. Where did he say this? He said this on the Conference on Terrorism, Weapons of Mass Destruction, and U.S. Strategy. It was said at the University of Georgia, Athens. And there's a link to the whole thing. It's funny, I, I find myself reverting back to my, to my old 2006 Avion Flu presentation, which seems to be coming, becoming more pertinent now than it was when I said it back then. <laughs> it's all coming full circle. Now, going back to this main report, it says, Kincaid, California offers the kind of low-density population locale and the type of terrain for wildfires that the New World Order globalists are dead set on burning out and burning down, respectively. California is using Firemageddon, the Firemageddon meme to fearmonger and to terrorize Red, country, Red County residents off their land. Meaning they're Republicans primarily in these counties that they're using this Firemageddon approach on. They're, they're terrorizing them off their lands. First, first they predict the fires, then they turn off the power, then they start the fires, because that gives them the cover of darkness to start the fires, there's less prying eyes, there's less cameras going, there's the grids down. People are concerned about other things, in other words. Then they spread the fires. Yes, there's much more to this power shutdown, but that's the gist of it. And that quote came from an intelligence analyst and former U.S. military officer that's obviously affiliated with State of, State of the Nation, which is this website. Now, here's how they first geoengineer the most conducive conditions in which to start the wildfires and then they widely proliferate them with a pyromaniac's vengeance okay so here's the ways that they're setting this up and i know i said this last time i'm just going to say it really quickly again atmospheric aluminum via chemtrails that aluminum is highly flammable harp frequencies weaponized smart meters which are actually homing devices where i believe they're using either the subterrestrial plasma weapons and or the dues weapons in order to act as targets for um so the smart meters are actually like you know i believe a targeting device specific emfs disseminated from cell phone and microwave towers localized 5g emp directed energy weapons fired from drones satellites air force aircraft naval ships arsonists disguised as firefighters fire starting incendiary devices gross mismanagement of california forests overload of the pg&e power lines and other geoengineering and weather modification techniques are all used in a highly coordinated fashion to fabricate a very conducive environment for isolated firestorms to be triggered and then spread like wildfire in targeted communities throughout california key point not only are these prepositioned fire accelerants strategically placed throughout the, these arson crime scenes the heavy spraying of chemtrails widely disseminates one of the most powerful accelerants which is this nano nanosalized aluminum particles well they use also they use ethylene dibromide in the chemtrails and barium ethylene dibromide is a is a, um, is a component of unleaded gasoline so gasoline is pretty flammable so um here's some related reports that i don't even have time to get into the kincaid fire boom plasma weapons being used to start fires on purpose another one california kincaid forest fire raw footage the cause discovered shocking Another one, wildfire rages as California hit with more rolling blackouts. Over 1 million may be affected. Uh, another one, four more fires started today and four simultaneous plasma pulses documented. So a, a lot of these, though, again, you need to watch them in order to actually, if I play them, there's no impact. 
Um, so anyway, and then also the whole this whole predictive programming thing for Seattle on um, November third, two thousand nineteen. Now this video that was sent to me, and I, I have seen stuff about this. This video that was sent to me, I guess, is already offline. So it's kind of weird that if they're posting these videos, let me see if it. No, it's unavailable. Wow. Which kind of gives it more credence. So I don't know if you heard about it, but this whole thing that might go down on Seattle. I'm not a big date setter. And I'm not saying anything's going to go down, but I also like to give heads up. Seattle. I mean, this guy just did this video, and I'm sure it's probably up there. It's just reposted somewhere. I mean, he, he went back and looked at so many different movies and, like, cartoons and Simpsons and that potentially predicted something really really bad from a catastrophic standpoint to go down on seattle on november 3rd 2019 and i looked at the video and i watched it. i was like man i can't really i can't really argue with this so i want to at least mention it um i would not be in seattle on november 3rd coming up i mean that's only you know, if you're hearing this video on Monday, you know, that's basically, you know, the next Sunday. You know, so if you're hearing this on the 28th of October, it's this coming Sunday. Now, again, I'm not saying anything's going to go happen. I'm just saying that the video I watched was very compelling and they, I can't even imagine trying to compile that type of information. So heads up um there are videos out there on it that you can watch okay so just key in something like seattle you know 11 3 2019 uh warning and i'm sure you'll find tons of stuff okay so let's go forward here so as i'm playing a lot of these different videos you've got all of these current breaking things from like cbs and abc and their 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 version of what's going on with these fires so i wanted to play you this one it's only about three minutes uh, it's entitled tens of thousands evacuated uh in california wildfires again this morning with the growing wildfire danger in northern and southern california in sonoma and lake counties north of san francisco hundreds of residents were forced to flee to safety late friday as wind-driven flames burned through that dry terrain with historic again wind driven and i i mean I've, I've checked this this windy map and this is the, the same way it was last week i've checked it you know several times just since i started the broadcast there's no appreciable winds anywhere in the state of california none i, I mean 13 knots is as high as i can find which is like 14 miles an hour but they're wind driven and we're supposed to have hurricane force winds today sunday and monday well you know again this is <clears throat> totally sounding like it's a total lie it's on the way the state's largest utility company is considering another round of intentional power outages yeah. as a means of preventing the kincaid fire from spreading in southern and this is a lot of this too is not only burning people up in their homes, it's not only getting their land, but it's about wearing you down. I mean, every time they do this, it costs billions of dollars to the local communities. I mean, and they know people in California are, are taxed to death. We went over that in a previous study. And they're just, all of these ordinances, and they're just making it absolutely impossible to even live. And they just, a lot of, I think, implementing the B system and I probably don't say this enough, it's just a matter of really literally just wearing you down. Where how many hits can you take? If you're in a boxing match, you know, you know that you can start out real fresh. But, you know, by, by you know, the championship rounds or whatever, in the 15th round, how many more blows can you take? And they know people that monetarily are, are totally on the edge. I've given you the statistics that most Americans can't even absorb, you know, like one $400 emergency bill if they had to. They're in debt up to their eyeballs. They're all of these different things. And, and when they do things like this, it's going to put an, they know it's going to put an X amount of people over the edge. And that's, it's another reason they're doing it. California. <clears throat> Firefighters have contained about 10% of the tick fire. Janet Shanley. So the tick fire is burning in like 
uh, near San Clarita, which is north of Los Angeles, and then the other, the Kincaid Fire, is burning in um, above Santa Rosa. Is in Santa Clarita, about 35 miles north of Los Angeles. Janet, good morning. <clears throat> Jeff, good morning to you. Thousands of people remain evacuated from their homes this morning, including in this neighborhood, where embers from a small brush fire in the hills nearby were carried here yesterday by those gusting winds and torched this home. But it's what's ahead for... Okay, but what caused the, the, the brush fire, you know? ...are saying that could be far worse. More than 4,000 acres consumed and at least 40,000 residents forced to leave their homes. The wind-driven tick fire is burning through canyons and neighborhoods in Santa Clarita. You have to be physically ready. You have to have all your, your things ready to leave, you know, this time of year. Kevin Kinney watched his neighbor's house destroyed by flames. So that missed you by two houses. Yeah. At least six homes have been consumed by the fire. Seven others have been damaged. I'm... Overwhelmed, depressed. David Chambers obeyed evacuation orders, returning to find an upstairs window shattered by an explosive water drop. A huge blast. So, but again, it saved the house. The worst is still ahead, forecasters say. Dire predictions for an historic wind event Sunday and Monday, with gusts up to 80 miles an hour in Northern California, where the larger scale Kincaid fire has placed in. So, 80 miles an hour, over. There's nothing. There's nothing. We're well into, you know, Sunday night, which is when they're, they're saying the worst of this. And I, I don't see anything. So, you know, again, more lies. Your counties under a thick veil of smoke. We are preparing for what is likely going to be a widespread <clears throat> safety shutoff. The state's largest utility, PG&E, warned it may cut electricity for a third time in three weeks ahead of the worsening conditions, potentially leaving millions without... And this is the new normal. This is what they just want to do over and over, just to wear you down, if not to incinerate you in your own house, uh, if, if not to, you know, get your land and, you know, whatever all the other nefarious things they're trying to do. They're just trying to wear you down. Or... The utility is investigating whether the fire was sparked by a transmission tower. Okay, now it's funny. This is their damage control. This is the supposed transmission tower. It looks like a nuclear bomb going off. And they're saying that this this image, which was the same image I played earlier, obviously you'd have to watch the video, where I said it looked like a nuclear bomb going off. They're saying that this was possibly the transmission. See, because it's so flagrant. It's so out of control and in your face. I mean, this this thing is bigger than the surrounding mountains. How could it be one transmission tower causing this type of, of explosion that looked like a arc welder type of plasma flame going off? Totally unnatural. I don't see how, and going way up into the sky. No, I don't buy it. But see, they've got to have their damage control because this video's got out, and this is their this is their way of explaining it away to make everybody go back to sleep. That had not been de-energized. They simply did not do their job. California Governor Gavin Newsom was so they're blaming it on this transmission tower now, and so that'll make it all go away. Of the company, we should not have to be here. Years and years of greed. We will get out of this mess. We will hold them to an account. That they've never so been. now they're going to hold PG&E, who's owned by Rothschilds, who's, who's already declared bankruptcy, who essentially can't even be sued. They're going to hold them. They're going to hold Satan accountable when they're working together with Satan. I'm not saying this gentleman is personally, but I'm saying the people at the top. This is all a big collaboration effort. In the past, back in Santa Clarita, some residents have made their way home. I want to sleep. I want to be with my animals. I believe they uh, lifted the evacuation notice, then, um, you know, hopefully they'll open the roads pretty soon. So PG&E will decide today on cutting off power to 2 million people in Northern <laughs> California. That would be a historic power shutoff. But this storm that's supposed to come in, this windstorm, is also being called historic and yeah. extreme. And the problem with it, Michelle, is that it's going to last for many hours. Yeah, well, again, not seeing much of it right now, that's for sure. Historic. Can't find anything above 4, 13, or, oh, I got a 15 knot. I'm sorry. I was wrong. 15 knots. Okay. 
little bit below 80 miles per hour or the 100 mile per hour winds they're projecting. Okay, let's keep going. PG&E is conveniently controlled by the Rothschild banking family. This arrangement permits the corporate crime syndicate to control the power generation capacity over all of California. And I know I've mentioned this before, but I've got to mention it again. Here's the actual United States Bankruptcy Court um, papers for when they originally declared Chapter 11. And I'm um, looking at the date. The first date was July 25th, 2001. And... Uh, they were seeking uh, amount of compensation sought as actual, reasonable, and necessary for the bankruptcy. The bankruptcy was um, for $1,296,666.67. Imagine that, 666. Uh, and it was the name of the applicant was Rothschild, Inc. Okay, And this is for PG&E. So there you go. There's a court document right there that proves this. And this was going all the way back to 2001. Rothschild, again, is the top Illuminati family in the 13 families of the Illuminati. They are at the top of the food chain. They are ground level for wickedness you can't even comprehend. The Rothschilds then use the electrical grid to manipulate the energy markets as well as utilize power lines and transformers to trigger fires during the hot and windy seasons. Now, granted, that's one of the ways we've went over a lot of the other ways they're doing it. But it's it's the most convenient way they blame things on. It's it's cpg e It's them. They're doing it. It's not the dues weapons. It's not the subterrestrial plasma thing. No, it's not that. It's not the smart meters. It's not any of that. It's not all the preposition fuel that they get they have out there that we talked about earlier. No, it's it's the power lines. And therefore we got to shut down the grid because it's it's PG&E's fault that all this is happening. So we're really sorry, but there's no other choice than to totally cut off your power. Which again is this wearing down process. And only God knows what they do under the cover of darkness. Yes, PG&E may be bankrupted, but the Rothschild business and personal interests are always shielded from any losses. Okay, so... It's just a big scam. Let's be clear. Such a highly organized scheme to burn down the state of California could only be successfully carried out with close collaboration of the California state government, the military-industrial complex that has dominated the state for decades, big tech, and big social media throughout the Silicon Valley as well, and as well as Hollywood. Now, while we're on the subject of Roth being Rothschild-owned, Proof, Donald Trump has been owned and controlled by the Rothschilds for decades. Here's a little link here, but I'm just going to read this to you from this report. Um, knowledge regarding Trump, Trump is well known in TV and Hollywood and across New York City starting back in the late 1970s. Okay, <clears throat> Everyone knew that Trump was all mobbed up with Italian and Jewish mob families. The entire film and TV industry has been controlled by this since the talkies, meaning since films actually were they weren't just um silent films they became had actual voices that's the talkies that they're in reference to um <clears throat> the entire film and tv industry has been controlled since the talkies and radio by the british rothschild crime mob now when you think of british you're like well i thought they were jewish they are okay but evidently that's an arm of them the british rothschilds they're they've got their tentacles into a lot of stuff but, of course, they also run the CIA and the FBI. They keep a much lower profile, but they are right there nonetheless. On October 30, 1978, it was reported that the principal investors of... And we're getting to a point here. The principal investors of Resorts International were Meyer Lansky, one of the biggest Jewish mob bosses of the last century, uh, Tibor Rosenbaum, another bad guy william mellon hickok of the mellon fame which is always those big families are always kind of illuminati like david rockefeller which you know rockefeller and baron edmund de rothschild those were the principal investors in october of 1978 of this company called resorts international in 1987 donald trump purchased 93% of resorts international which was a CIA front front founded by the Rothschild agents, Alan Dulles and David Rockefeller, 
originally as Mary Carter Paint Company in the 1950s. Okay, so Donald Trump just so happened to purchase 93% of this company back in 1987. A year later, Trump bought Atlantic City Taj Mahal Casino from Resorts International. Then began buying up other properties on the Atlantic City boardwalk. Soon Trump was tapped out and couldn't make his debt payments anymore. Uh, <clears throat> either Wilbur Roths, which was the billion billionaire bond trader portrayed by the Illuminati financial media as an independent investor. Oh, enter Wilbur Ross, I'm sorry. So he's the billionaire bond trader bond trader portrayed by the Illuminati as an independent investor. But in fact, in 1992, Ross was heading the Rothschild Inc. bankruptcy's advising team, which represented bondholders who were threatening to foreclose on Donald Trump's house of cards. But note, even before this, Trump in 1978 was laundering opium drug money for the Rothschilds through his casinos with Ross as the Rothschilds' representatives and manager. Ross knew Trump had the ability to sway the masses of people, something certainly not missed by his bosses at Rothschild. So he struck a sweetheart deal, bankruptcy deal for Trump, where he would relinquish a 50% stake in his Atlantic City, New Jersey, Taj Mahal Casino in return for better debt terms and a presidency, meaning a U.S. presidency, to be named later. And this is why going all the way back into, I think, the 80s when Oprah was interviewing him and the, that, that, that subject started coming up. Would you ever consider running for president? I just watched the Oprah Winfrey interview of that from a long time ago. And, and he was like, oh, you know, I hope I don't have to, but yes, I would. And if I did it, I would be in it to win because I don't lose. Okay, so this has been talked about for a long time. That seed had been planted for a long, decades before he ever ran, is the point here. So... Um, <clears throat> Rothschild and their City of London Partners in Crime not only got a continued East Coast money laundering center in Atlantic City via Donald Trump's casino, now they had their straw man, Trump, right where they wanted him. Remember, Trump and his father have been dealing with the mafia for almost 100 years in New York and New Jersey. His dad was corrupt too. So they felt comfortable with the big-time Rothschild's mob. Later, Ross partnered with Jared Kushner. Trump's now son-in-law, and his criminal father in buying commercial properties in New York through Invesco. Jared then married Trump's daughter, Ivanka, who prior to that point had been dating Lord Jacob Rothschild. Lord Jacob, Lord Jacob Rothschild's son, Nate. Yeah, did you know Ivanka was dating Lord Jacob Rothschild's son, Nate, prior to marrying the potential for Antichrist, Jared Kushner? I'm not saying he's Antichrist, I'm saying he's a candidate. Yeah, I mean, how wicked can you possibly be? These are the kind of ties that only Luciferians and Satanists have. They date within their own circles. They marry within their own circles. It's about bloodlines, okay? And Ivanka was dating Lord Jacob Rothschild's son, Nate. Ross got behind Trump's candidacy when he ran for president, and then Trump boldly named Ross as the U.S. Commerce Secretary, coincidentally enough. Wow, imagine that. One hand washing the other. Wilbur Ross has since, from the 1970s, been a criminal agent of the British, of the Rothschild's crime mob, and he managed Trump as they used his casinos to launder Rothschild, the Rothschild's mobs, because they call it like the mob, that, that drug money beginning in 1978. He now has full access to the White House and the president. So he's now the Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross. Or at least he was at the time of this writing. Here's a picture of him. Yeah, there's no, you know, nothing to look at here. And again, these are, this is the kind of stuff that people in the alternative right-leaning media refuse to even look at. I mean... You know, a man is known by the company that he keeps. You've heard that expression? You know, evil communications corrupt good manners. The Bible says, well, communications, that word, if you look at it in its full contact, means like relationships as well. Evil relationship. Well, the only people Trump has ever surrounded himself with are some of the most evil, degenerate, evil, wicked devils you could possibly imagine. 
the Rothschilds, this Wilbur Ross guy, Roy Cohn, the gay um, devil guy that was his mentor, Jeffrey Epstein, his, his wingman buddy, where they would go molest... I mean... But I'm a bad guy for pointing this out. It's facts. It's not something I'm making up. These are facts. And that's just a tiny sliver of facts. There's so many other wicked devils Trump is associated with. And I've documented that in previous studies. By 19... I'm sorry, by 2016, the entire DNC, Democratic National Committee, is owned by the Rothschilds crime mob. Think about that. By 2016, which is when the election ran between Hillary and Trump, the entire DNC is owned by the Rothschilds crime mob. Well, I thought they just owned Trump. No, they owned all the DNC too. Remember, they controlled both sides of the narrative. Coke, Pepsi, Hegelian dialectic, problem, reaction, solution, order out of chaos. It's all theater. So they owned it all. And they rigged the primary elections for Hillary, who was their first choice for president, with Lindy Rothschild endorsing her. But Hillary had far too much uncovered dirty laundry to be president, as we've uncovered in this ministry. So surprise, Trump magically wins against all odds. The Rothschilds... Um, the, the Rothschild criminal mob owns all the horses in the elections. They own all the horses, guys. Remember, the parties and the media are just the soap operas to drain our energies and divide and conquer Americans. And what I just said in the last minute is probably the most important thing I've said in this whole teaching. To always, always remember that because it's incredibly easy to slip back into the thought pattern that Trump is a good guy and that he was dutifully and rightfully elected and they're trying to impeach our president. We're not going to let him get away with that. It's all theater. It's an absolute total distraction to divide and conquer America and to drain our energies and to keep our eye off what's really, who are the, the puppet masters really controlling the strings like the Rothschilds. And so that the, the Christian church won't pray against them either. Like 9-11, the Rothschilds had this election in the bag all the time. It is time for Americans to unite, drop the cowardly lion routine, and cut off the head of the snake. The inner circle is around a half a dozen criminals, and if eliminated, could provide some short-term relief. But the entire cabal is in the thousands, covering university think tanks as well as government think tanks, and a criminal corporate class that also must be rooted out to save humanity. The only one that's going to save humanity and save the world is Jesus Christ when he returns. It's not going to be man-centered. But Jesus said we're supposed to occupy till he comes. And to be good soldiers. Once the awareness is there, the mob's members are easily dealt with in a manner of our choosing. The presidential election flipping of 2016 proves no one can reach the Oval Office without Rothschild's blessing. The Rothschild's mob made elections a scam with their media controlling TV appearances, campaign managers, trainers, coach, coaches, peroxide panelists, and stage-managed off-peg questions and answers. If you want to know the full report on this, for the full breakdown, I give you a link here, and it's called Meet President Swamp, the Rothschild's personal, it's the B word, okay? And it goes into much greater detail than I just went into. I just gave you a little snippet of how they came to control him back in 19 or back in the 80s, really, is when they first, I believe, really acquired full control of Trump to be used at a later date, uh, the Rothschilds. But if you want the full breakdown, click on this link or just key in Meet President Swamp, the Rothschilds personal, and it's the B word. Anyway, um, so we have that. We have that. Next report. Vaccines now being used to harvest biometric identities of everyone. I've told you this day 
is coming and now they're getting to the point where they're they're openly admitting it i've been warning about this since 2009 when the swine flu that whole debacle happened you can go back and listen to my teachings then on the swine flu and how at the end stage of quality control they were potentially slipping in microchips into the vaccine so that nobody even knew it was happening other than the people in charge of quality control these are small microchips that the person administering the shots wouldn't even know were in there i'm, I'm assuming and isn't it weird then some years later when uh, this one particular group that i talked about they had a they had a meeting out in california and they had a whole bunch of elderly sen senior citizens there i've given you the link to their uh, their website and they they were um scanning these elderly senior senior citizens i have a whole file here on all the ways they're getting microchips into us had a listener and I've, I've went over this but if you go in for like any kind of minor procedure this one listener said one of my workmates recently went to the hospital to, to get a benign lump out of her breast when she was discharged from the doc from the hospital the doctor informed her that they put a chip in i suggested she go back to the doctor and demand it to be taken out at their cost is it should not have been put there without her permission so be careful when you go to the hospital. That's not even for, I mean, they're putting chips in if like you get hip replacements, abdominal mesh, uh, implants in your teeth, uh, uh, any kind of joint replacement, um, all kind of stuff. And, and I'm telling you, they're doing it. And then this is the, this is the um, ICAT, I-C-A-A-C-T. Okay, just key in those, those um, initials in, and you should find this. And they've done radio interviews, and they have a whole website presence. I-C-A-A-C-T. Lars Dragard and Jesse Beltran. Um, the implants do not only have tra tracking capabilities, but they also have the ability to affect, monitor, monitor, and change the carrier's brain functions, which is exactly what the mark of the beast will be. And biological functions, meaning they could probably kill you if they want to. Which is a big, re I believe, a big reason why when you take the mark of the beast, and I'm not saying my listeners are going to, I'm saying if you did, you will not be able to, the Bible says that once you do that, you're damned to hell and then the lake of fire forever. There's no going back. There's no whatever. I believe the reason that that is, is not only because it is, it is a direct order from God not to do something and you're flagrantly going in the opposite direction. But I think it physiologically and spiritually changes you. Number one, it's a cursed object. So you have no idea what kind of demon or devil is going into you when you take the microchip, the mark of the beast. Well, I think that also applies to a lot of the vaccines too, especially when they're cultured off aborted babies, 27 of them right now. So we just don't know because that's a spiritual thing. But also there's a, there's a physiological thing where our DNA is being changed. And that's what they're always trying to do is change our DNA so that we're not fully human. So implants do not only have the tra tracking capabilities. They also have the ability to affect, monitor, and change the carrier's brain functions and biological functions to a degree that it can only com be compared to torture. And I think a lot of the people too that are TIs targeted individuals a high percentage of them had medical procedures or have these implants in them and that's what set them up to be ati because they can be tracked all the time now i'm not saying every case but i think a majority of the cases with ti is because they have that microchip they can they can zero in on the torture can lead to death or suicide which is common with the ti's um this is uh i'm trying to find this one part okay and i wasn't even going to cover this but it's related to the to this report both beltran and dragard speak of how the implants work using cha changing magnetic fields that power them up and also a bit about the different types of implants that now exist that are constantly becoming smaller and smaller and more difficult to find another subject is how these implants can be easily introduced into the human body 
and the fact that some people only emit a radio frequency from a specific spot on their bodies where they had either had an operation or the flu vaccine which gets me back to all of these elderly people that these two gentlemen checked in california when they were just happened to do a study when they happened to do a talk on this one night and all of the people or the majority of of all the elderly people all checked for this um microchip uh, implant in their left shoulder which is where they had all gotten the flu shot let me let me see i think this is the I, i'm gonna go ahead and play this real quick Largely is a good point. Um, I was asked to do a presentation in front of a leadership uh, group in, in, in a city south of Sacramento, and they had politicians there, religious leaders, and business leaders. So this is a city south of Sacramento. And uh, they had saw our video that we had produced uh, called Domestic Terrorism Silent Rape. And uh, when after they were done, they asked if we, if we had the equipment, and they demanded that we scan them. What we anticipated finding was a very, very low positive uh, finding. Um, but what we did find was ultimately more disturbing. So they anticipated very, very few people would actually be implanted. These are the guys that are exposing this. But what they found out was horrific. It was a very high percentage of people. This was, I don't know how many years ago. This video was made in 2012. I don't even know what year they did this. And they found this unbelievably, um, unbelievably high level of people implanted. You wonder when you're walking around among humanity, how many people have actually been implanted just from getting the flu shot, just from getting some type of maybe dental implant or, or surgical procedure. I mean, the one person just had a breast uh, uh, lump removed. That's not even where they're putting something in, but they went ahead and put a chip in anyway. Uh, this is a big reason I personally have avoided the medical profession like a plague for like the past 25 years. Uh, with regards to the percentages versus the symptomatic group. And the reason why it was more disturbing is because out of that group, 90% came up positive. 90. Now, let's, let's, let's analyze this particular group. When we started to pick it apart, those who were in the military came up positive in all the same identical locations. So you can superimpose them over each other, um, take photographs and superimpose them over each other and be exactly the same. The next group uh, was groups that uh, had elective surgeries. So they came up in an unusually abnormal area. So, you know, we can take, now take them out of the group because they've been counted. And what was left uh, was generally these little old ladies and uh, they're only coming up positive in their right and left arm, or right or left arm. And then you ask them, well, what did you have done there? And they said, well, the only thing I've had done there is my flu vaccine. See, they've got these, I think these wands they have that can scan you. I mean, it's not like it's subjective, like, well, it's my opinion. No, it's an objective piece of equipment that can pick up these frequencies from the implants. So it's objective. Come to me. Yeah, it's very easy, eh? Through vaccine. I've been warning about this since the swine flu thing. I, I mean... Again, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying I've warned my listeners since 2009 about the potential for them to do that, and probably before that. The swine flu thing, they actually got caught with that, potentially doing that. Now, they're openly doing it, though, now. And I don't, again, I don't know what the percentage of vaccines that have microchips in them. You also have the things for potential, like Hitachi's had, you know, boasted about having microchip dust. I think that was in my avian blueprint presentation since like the early 2000s so if it was some kind of dust now i'm not saying that would be like a full microchip but still it's like nano dust microchips i mean what could possibly go wrong so i'm i'm saying is that whenever possible do not give them access to your bloodstream if you can you know and i understand it's not always possible but boy oh boy i would avoid all vaccines like the plague and and you know if you go in for any kind of surgical procedure i would you know really grill the doctor making sure you're not going to be implanted and you know if you just don't know
clear, the United States has telephone campaigns, telemarketing campaigns right now, to come and get your flu shot for free. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't know what they do here in Europe, but they're very aggressive in the United States currently in, in getting these flu shots out. It's about this time, you know, here in Holland, because everybody got got on the on the post from from uh, from the doctor his his car to go to uh, to take his vaccine. It's it's all, all also uh, on this moment here in Holland. So I'm we we're gonna broadcast this program next week, and it's, and also because of the of the flu vaccines from people. Yeah, and and we we have done other interviews and we've, we've done some network with some very um, credible people and um, there was one radio show Lars and I in, in did in Ireland and the, the name of the individual we were with on that show is skipping me right now uh, but he had documentation where a group of physicians had, had admitted that uh, these there were chips that were pre-filled in syringes yes uh, Pre-filled at the end of quality control, just like we reported on the swine flu vaccine, okay? And their physicians were admitting to this. Talk about selling your soul to the devil. Doing this without getting consent of your patient. How seared does your conscience have to be to do that and, and think nothing of it to your patients? These flu vaccines. So, you know, this is, this is was his testimony, but... You know, you have to say, ask yourself, you know, is, is this possible? Um, if you look at the groups that we, we, we tested, and you, you have to say, okay, you know, what, what are the odds of factoring everyone else out, the military, those who've had electric surgeries, and all you have left are people coming positive in the right or left shoulder area. That's where you get your shots. 90% of the crowd and this was, I don't even know what year this was. I mean, this video wasn't even, this video was put out in 2012, November 9th. So, you know, like seven years ago. I don't know how long ago he was, so who knows what it is now? 90% in some just regular kind of crowd that they were lecturing to? You know, you, you have to use common sense and say, is this possible? And I, I, I think most people would conclude absolutely. So we, you know, this particular testing that we did of non-symptomatic group, we also did because we were so concerned about it. We, we went to the largest city, one of the larger cities in, in California, um, in Sacramento, and we just took a whole bunch of just random people and started testing them, and the statistics were exactly the same. Okay. Do you, do you realize that means that in California at that time, at least in the Sacramento region, that 90 percent of the people walking around were testing positive for microchips embedded in them that they were not even aware of i mean i'm not saying that means they've all taken the mark of the beast i'm not saying that and i'm not saying this is the mark of the beast but i just gave you some of the things that these microchips can do and let's say you know they haven't even really been act activated yet and i'm sure they're not maybe all the same and have all the same capabilities but this is incredibly alarming so what i did is i i reposted this part into the the um teaching for today um october um 28th 2019 and so you could have access to that now let's go to the original thing that was reporting on today this just broke from natural news vaccines now being used to harvest biometric identities of everyone big brother merges with big pharma it's all happening just as we predicted. Big Pharma is officially partnering with the tech industry to pair immunization with digital biometrics. I mean, isn't that what they're doing with the flu shot? They're immunizing you and you're getting a nice big fat microchip, even though you're not told about it. And we're pairing it together. Meaning humans will soon be microchipped, tracked, and ultimately controlled through a global identification matrix. The, and it's called the ID2020 Alliance, as it's being called, is a digital identity program 
that aims to leverage immunization as a means of inserting tiny microchips into people's bodies. Even though they've already been doing this, but now see they're finally openly admitting it. It's just like the chemtrail program that's been going on since what, like the late 90s or whatever, that they didn't admit to for, you know, who knows how long, way over a decade. And then all of a sudden, they started admitting to it. Well, yeah, it's called geoengineering, and yeah, you know, we're going to tell the kids about little kitties about it in the textbooks now, and say it's done being done for global to uh, prevent global warming, and it's for your own benefit. So, see, that's how Satan always rolls things out. At first, he denies, and then he, when it gets to a point where it's so flagrantly obvious and in your face, and when they're ready to go to the next phase of their agenda, then they kind of start admitting to it. But they, they always, they always couch it in something positive and good and wonderful. But it's the exact, it's the exact opposite. So the ID2020 Alliance, as it's being called, is a digital identity program that aims to leverage immunization as a means of inserting tiny microchips into people's bodies in collaboration with the Global Alliance for Vaccines and Immunizations, known as GAVI, the government of Bangladesh, and various other partners in government, academia, and humanitarian relief. The ID2020 Alliance hopes to usher in this mark of the beast as a way to keep tabs on every human being living on Earth. Similar to how cattle are marked with ear tags, this globalist alliance wants all humans to be vaccinated with digital tracking chips that will create a seamless monitoring system for the New World Order to manage the populations of the world with ease. Yeah, and to kill them off too. And if you get out of line, well, guess what? Your chip, you know, you either go into torture mode or they just release the poison or whatever is in the chip that can kill you. You know, they're killing two birds with one stone now. Not only are they defiling your DNA with their cursed devil uh, witches brew vaccines, but now they're going to use it to also microchip you. And they've already been doing it without your consent. We are implementing a forward-looking approach to digital identity that gives individuals control over their own personal... Oh, yeah. It doesn't give you control over anything. It gives them control over you gives individuals control over their own personal information while still building off existing systems and programs. What a lie from the pit of hell, says Anir Chowdhury, a policy advisor at A2I, the Bangladeshi's government's access of, to information program. He goes on to say, the government of Bangladesh, Bangladesh recognizes that the design of digital identity systems carries far-reaching implications for individuals, access to services and livelihoods and we are eager to pioneer this approach he adds says satan now mike uh adams has a thing here for more related new information about the coming one world government and its biometrics component he's got a website called population control one word dot news and i give you a link here to it as well now going further the ID2020 microchips are being vaccinated into the bodies of homeless people in Austin, Texas. Yeah, this is already in America. And again, they've already been doing it with the, through the flu shots anyway. And only God knows how many other vaccines. While the ID2020 program's testing grounds are primarily in the third world, the group says it's now working with governments here in the United States to start microchipping homeless people through vaccination. In Austin, Texas, for example, the homeless population is now being exploited as a collective guinea pig for the ID2020's microchip vaccination program. Well, hey, too, when they want to kill you off, they'll know exactly where you're at because they can track you because they're already killing off all the homeless in America anyway. I've, I've talked extensively about this. So this is even a whole other level of them being able to experiment, torture you, and then ultimately track you and kill you, which I, I believe is the true ultimate goal of all of this. Um this they they said that this group claims this will empower so the very exact opposite of what it's doing it's enslaving you it may be damning your soul to hell to a certain i don't know i don't know what it's doing to your dna i don't know if if you become cyborgian when you get these microchips meaning part machine part human i don't know that's god's business and i'm not saying you can't get saved if you get one of these but i'm saying it can't help how could it help when the Bible talks about explicitly warning not getting the mark of the beast, which will be some type of microchip like this? Yes, I'm not saying this is the mark of the beast. It's a precursor. True. But I sure wouldn't mess around with it. You know, it can't be a good thing to get it. 
especially when they say it can, it, that when they're triggered, it can be used to do all types of things to you physiologically. And who knows what it's doing to you on a spiritual level. But it's, it will help to empower the homeless people by supposedly giving them control over their own personal identity. It does the exact opposite. You have no more privacy ever again, unless you get the thing cut out. And it's only empowering your draconian handlers who injected you with it. I mean, I, I can't even believe the, the information that I've been, that I have to report on now. It's just, it's really literally like now almost being in the book of Daniel and Revelation and elsewhere in the New Testament where it talks about, you know, the beast system. The city of Austin, ID2020, and several other partners are working together with the homeless people and the service pro providers who engage with them to develop a blockchain-enabled digital identity platform called MyPass to empower the homeless people with their own identity. They've already got their own identity. You don't need a microchip to possess your own identity. But see, this is the brainwashing that's going on here. This was written by Chris Burt for biometricupdate.com. Oh, I'm sure he's not too biased. No. ID2020 is also jabbing refugees. Now, I, I'm, I don't know if they mean illegal aliens. I think they're, this is their sanitized version of saying illegal aliens with its microchip vaccinations through two inaugural pilot programs known as iRespond and Everest. According to reports, iRespond has improved continuity of care for more than 3,000, I'm assuming illegal aliens, receiving drug treatments for chronic illnesses. Everest, on the other hand, has assisted with the provision of access to critical energy subsidies and a range of additional services with secure and user-centric digital identities without relying on a smartphone. Bert writes. All of this is priming the public for an eventual mandate of microchip vaccinations, which will be required for every individual in order to buy, sell goods. Now, see, the thing is, is they're already doing it without your consent anyway. They're already doing it with the flu shots. I can't imagine it's got any better. This, I mean, I forgot that, I, I got to go back and listen to that whole interview with these guys. And I gave you the link to the whole, that interview was like way over an hour. I only played you five minutes. You might want to revisit that whole interview. And then if this was in 2012, I don't, maybe they've got a lot of more updated stuff now. But you could tell the one guy that was sitting there, his partner, he wasn't saying a whole lot. I mean, because this is the kind of stuff that gets you a bullet in the head. Particularly if God's not protecting you, and I don't think the guys are Christians. I mean, I should have had a bullet in my head a long time ago. I've had more witches try to kill me than you can shake a stick at, as my grandma used to say. But God's protected me. You know, praise the Lord. I mean... And the prayers of my listeners. And if it wasn't for that, I don't think I'd be here. Or Taylor. I really don't. I give the Lord the full credit. I, I thank my listeners. You know, but these are these are types of people that, man, they're really, I mean, apart from the Lord, man, this is some some uh, really dangerous stuff to broach. But it's almost like they've gotten so far along with their agenda, I don't even know if they care anymore. I mean, they're openly admitting to this now, this biometrics ID 2020 thing. But 90% of the people they checked in California, let's say it was the year 2011 or 2012 at the latest, because that's the year the interview was conducted, that they were checking randomly. One time it was, it was before a, a group of people that came in to hear them speak. Then they just went out onto the streets. It was still the same ratio. 90%. And this is objective. This isn't subjective. Well, I think I have a microchip. No, we have a little device. We'll scan your body. You know how like they wand you with a with a, they can wand you for like metal detectors and stuff. They have that wand, okay? Like if you go into a certain place that are checking for guns or whatever, or let's say you you go through a airport metal detector and it and it it scans uh, you got metal. Well. It's say you got metal somewhere in your body. Well, then they wand you to find out exactly where the metal is at. And if you say, oh, yeah, I've got a metal plate in my head. I was in Vietnam or whatever, that type of thing. Well, then they know. Okay. Well, that's the type of device they have that can pick up these, these microchips. I mean, this is 90%? And that was in 2012 at the latest? I just, I, I, 
I shudder to think the the implications of that, both physical and spiritual. I don't know. I'm not saying they can't be saved. I'm not saying that at all. It's just, it's bad. At bare minimum, it's really, really bad. You know? I mean, this is totally satanic, done without your consent, by design, on purpose. And if it was such a wonderful thing, why are they, why are they hiding it? Why aren't they telling you? absolutely totally satanic all of this is priming the public for an eventual mandate of microchip vaccinations which will be required for every individual in order to buy sell and trade goods child hurry openly admits this in in stating that the digital identity systems will be necessary for individuals to access service services and livelihoods so in other in other words unless you're chipped you won't be able to survive according to their standards you won't be able to have a livelihood meaning a job or to just get basic services and that's why the bible says that unless you receive the mark of the beast you won't be able to buy sell or trade so in other words they're going to make it as hard as possible well to the point of beheading you if you don't want to take it well okay it's fine here's mr guillotine you know but hey absent from the body is to be present with the lord now, I understand the pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, whatever you believe in. I'm just saying that's what I said is the truth, though. I mean, in other words, the Bible is right. A global identification system is in the works that will eventually be required for people to function in society and ultimately survive. Without these microchips in their bodies, people won't be able to work, let alone eat. And it's all happening right before our very eyes. Keep in mind the ID2020 is a part of the so-called so real ID, which is one of the things I have on the prayer list that, um, that they repeal or that type of thing. The so-called real ID, which will soon be required for those who wish to travel. Real ID will also be used as a backdoor method of implementing mandatory vaccine policies for adults. Yeah, they're going to tie that into your driver's license. They're going to just make it impossible. And it's, it's so amazing. It's like, you know... Why is it so important for these devils to make sure you're vaccinated in full compliance? Well, because they want to microchip you and they, and they want to defile your DNA with all the garbage in the vaccines, which is exactly the program to a certain extent that was going on in Genesis 6 and Noah's day. It was all about defiling the DNA of humanity to the point where it got so bad, God had to hit the reset button and load Noah, the eight people on the ark and all the animals that hadn't been defiled and start over. And kill everything else. Why? Because their DNA had been defiled by the fallen angels coming in. And intermarrying with women. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. This is just, they're doing it, they're going about it differently now. That's what they're doing. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to be running out of time here. I won't be able to get this last one in here. And, um... Hold on, let me see if I can get this one video in. Okay, yeah, I don't have enough time to try to squeeze these other videos in, so I'm going to stop here and um, try to make these audios CD compatible. So I'm not going over 80 minutes. I'm going to stop here, and we will go to part three next. God bless you, and see you in part three.